It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. So like I would, um, I have a black tongue, I would kill a plant. So. I, yes. Uh, yeah, no, these are not real. <laughs> well, they don't look get great, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so earthy in there. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so tropical. <laughs> I know this is going to be really hard to believe, but this one is also fake. Um, what? I know, right? I know. It, the, the the natural growing palm trees in the Columbus area. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I thought it was real. <laughs> it just looks so good. <laughs> no, it's been it's been the joke from the beginning because starting doing these podcasts at home, you know, Ben's like, we gotta get a, a setup that looks somewhat decent, you know, where the background is not not the laundry dis- room wasn't working, is basically right. yeah. Yeah. So, so he said, you know, can you get a plant? Well, the only plant we had is this money tree. And so it's sitting in the side and every single guest is like, is that weed? (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, yes, yes, it is. is. Side (laughs) hustle. Okay. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So do you go by Sharon or Sharona? I both. I, um, my birth name is Sharon, but a lot yeah. of people call me Sharona. I love it. So I just put the A in parentheses. <laughs> I love it. No, that's great. Sharona. Yeah. And of course, you know, you have to sing the song if you're going to. My Bologna. That's, I, see, I'm always jealous of people that have a song with their name. Because Don't be. Really? No. Nope. Is it bad? Just, it is. is it just that everybody sings it? Don't okay. <laughs> Mine is by Michael Jackson, and it's about his pet rat. Yeah. So, yeah. Ben, the two of us, no more. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's it's cool. Like, fortunately, I like um, singing. Yeah. Excessive singing. And yeah. I also like um, my name and that song. Um <laughs> And that riff is just perfect. So I don't mind it. But like, if you're just like in a mood and you're like, I don't want to hear my name song. It doesn't. Right. Just don't. Just don't do it. Yeah. I mean, and I also, don't... also, I work with, um, I work with younger millennials. Yeah. And that song doesn't register to them really. So um, I don't hear it a lot. Yeah. As much as you think. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. There was actually just this is so ironic because somebody just posted a cartoon. That's like the famous song name support group. And they were like, all right, who wants to go first? Roxanne! <laughs> and the other people in the group were like, I can't believe you did that. Come on, Eileen. It was- <laughs> uh, along with Stacy and Jesse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Benny. Hmm. And then what is it? Uh, Monica. Yeah, and Gloria. Gloria, uh, G-L-O-R-I-A, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, and you could, you could even say that, uh, that Handel liked Gloria. Yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, oh, that's beautiful. 
So how are, it is so nice to meet you. You are Hi. one of my amazing guests that, that our friend, our mutual friend Alex was like, it's stupid that you haven't met each other yet. Let me make this impression <laughs> that we are. I mean, there's so many of our worlds that have kind of joined together. So it's so yeah. wonderful to meet you. Are you from Columbus originally? Um, I'm from Cincinnati, but okay. I, my like artistic home is in Columbus. When um, did you come up here? Uh, in 2009. Okay. Um, mid 2009. And then I spent like, a year and a half kind of like bouncing between both cities and then got full-time work here and then couldn't do that anymore and reluctantly made some steps in the art world here and it's been really nice good and it's been really nice good yeah. what is your because you have lots of different art forms you do <laughs> you do a lot like what what did you first start in what was your first artistic endeavor um, well m i mean Mainly, I'm a musician. Yeah. Um, I play the piano and I sing, and I also um, compose and arrange. And everything has kind of like stemmed off of that. I I mean, I also I also am an actor, but I have no training. But I've done it the first. I've I've performed as an actor the furthest away from home. So, um, that's a little, that's a little interesting for me. Um, but yeah, I also am, I also am a choreographer and, um, uh, I, I used to dance a lot. I'm more choreographed these days, Yeah. but, be, but right now, like in this COVID moment, I'm doing a lot of arranging. Okay. I was waiting for you to say something like, and I paint and I sculpt and Oh no 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 If it involves if it's like if it lives in a space, if it's like three D No. No, I don't have that. I don't have that gift. No, I do not. Girl, no. This is this is interesting to me. Do you think that that's because you are so musically inclined? Um, I think it's because um, I have very I don't have great hand eye coordination. Okay. Um, and a lot of people are question that because um, I'm a piano player. Yeah. Um, but. Um, Basically, I think what happened, and this is like not proven, like, I mean, I'm not a psychologist or <laughs> like a, like, and like, I don't know how anatomy and neurology works, but yeah. like, what I think was when I was like put on this earth, <laughs> I had, I have musical talent and it needed to be assigned to an instrument and okay. piano just happens to be the instrument it was assigned to. Yeah. You will see very quickly if I touch another instrument that the hand-eye coordination doesn't tr translate really at all no okay. um I have learned I have learned muscle memory of like I have a lot of rhythm with myself so mm -hmm. I've like learned a muscle memory of playing the guitar yeah in a very rudimentary way um but like the just like dexterity is not my strong point I okay. did a Nina Simone show a few years wow. ago and um nina simone is extremely dexterous and mm -hmm. practicing those parts murdered me 
it's it really brought out the the fact that like my piano playing is like a music it's like an a music an exercise in musical expression yeah. but not technicality or coordination or, right uh so as a result i think that whenever i've tried to move to other hand oriented uh arts it doesn't really work you should see me play the drums it's so funny <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I, I mean, and, and I am, I was, raised, <laughs> I was raised as a musician as well. And I, I only laugh at that because my mom is a piano player, professional opera singer, very music oriented. She is the worst at Pictionary. Like you oh, yeah. don't even oh, ask yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's my, my talent is like very specific. Yeah. Um, yeah and then like even just expanding that like a lot of people who've played music as long as i have like i've played music for uh, 36 years mm -hmm. and for someone who's played music for that long usually picks up like audio engineering and like sound like recording and like that's not no i'm not an audiophile it's just no. a very it's specific very specific Which <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing though. I mean, I think it's- Yeah, basically I'm a performer. Like if, yeah. you, if there's a, if, if I, you need me to perform something, I will do it. And the main way I do it is music. But when I got into acting, it was very, very clear that the same principles that make me a good performer also make me a good actress. Yeah. Um, yeah. When did you start playing piano? I started playing piano when I was three years old. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I turn 39 um, next week. <gasps> what day? The 13th. <gasps> I thought we were going to be birthday buddies. Mine's the 12th. Oh, Leo's <laughs> Leo season. <laughs> although I, I did have a moment the other day of like, okay, and I, I'm turning 40 this year. So it's like, Ooh! I know. Oh, yes, girl. But I can't. Are you excited? You're not excited? I'm so excited. I cannot wait. For 40 or for your me? Yes, for 40. I cannot wait for 40. I was hoping to have a celebration. That's the only reason I'm upset. Oh. You know what I mean? Turning 40? No, no, no. It's fine because people like yeah. Beth who are in my class are much older than me already. Since because <laughs> <laughs> Ben and I went to high school together, so I like we to did. Go it's oh, my awesome. privilege that we went to high school together. Yes. And I'm younger. <laughs> <laughs> Very younger. Yes. By what? Like One could say immature almost. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I think a lot would say immature. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, but I, I was class of 98. So I was on the young side of things. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. That you are on the young side of things. Summer birthday, you know. Right. Yeah. So then yeah. did you... Uh, were you 99 then or 2000? I was 99. 99. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I was also on the young side of things. A lot you of my guys... classmates. Okay. A lot of my classmates were 18 when they graduated and I was 17. It's kind of nice, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't mind it. Mm -mm. I didn't mean it. But I'm really excited about my 40th birthday. I'm sorry you can't have a celebration. Um, you will one day. I will. And yeah. a, lot of, a lot of our friends have been saying like, we're turning 40 in a pandemic year we can still be 39 until this is over. Yeah. We'll yeah. just carry it over and yeah. then have, a, I think 42 is going to be the big celebration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 42, yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's the only reason I'm upset. It's not it's not the okay. okay. Like it's yeah, know. that sucks. Okay, that's fine. I'm yeah. sorry. What are you gonna do for your birthday this year? I'm probably gonna work a lot. I really like working. Okay, no, no, no. This is probably what I'm gonna do. For real, for real, for real, for real. Okay. I'm probably gonna go. Well, I didn't take off work because I have too much to do, but it's okay. fine. Yeah. I'm going to leave there. Go get a dozen um, macarons mm. from Pistachia Vera. Yeah. Then I'm going to come home and. Oh no, then I'm going to also order some salmon skin sushi mm. and some shrimp fried rice from Sushi Time. Then mm. I'm going to come home and eat all of it while watching Queer Eye. Beautiful. It's um, a, I think you're ready to go. I mean, this is- I, 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 I am. Yeah. Sounds yeah. amazing to be honest. <laughs> I, I'm really excited. I like, yeah, I am not like a huge birthday party person. Okay. Um, I also, I'm also married to someone who like probably doesn't remember it's my birthday and that's fine. It's also, no, like he's not good at dates, like at all. Um, so like, uh, he probably does not remember and it is totally fine. Yeah. And I cannot wait to eat all of that shrimp fried rice. All of it. While watching Queer Eye reruns. I love that. I'm the same way. I mean, I, I would, if I could, I would have everybody I know come hang out and have drinks and celebrate because that's me. Yeah. But, but I, last year, the highlight of my birthday, I had wanted to do a shrimp boil. So we went to Kai's crab boil place. I don't know if you've been there. Oh my gosh. Girl. Like, just getting so gross. Yeah. I mean, eating like a toddler and yes. I didn't stop. I just didn't In, stop. Into it. I'm totally sold. I, um, I haven't been to that place, but I've been to, I, the last time I went to a shrimp pool was in Australia. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was there acting and I was just like, there's a shrimp oil place. Yeah, I'll go. Oh my gosh. It's awesome. Well, and that's actually better because, you know, they're like near the ocean. Ohio's oceans oh, are right. super. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you doing in Australia? So, so the, um, I was chosen to be in a, an experimental theater piece. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm hesitating talking about it because it's so, it's ridiculous. So yeah, I was, I have a residency at the Wexner Center. Okay. It was before the residency at the Wexner Center. Um, yeah. But they were looking for the person that was supposed to play the parts I played um, got a Netflix deal. And so she couldn't be in the show anymore. Okay. <laughs> and um, so um, they were doing a residency here in Columbus and yeah. I live here. And yeah. uh, they were like, we're looking for somebody. <laughs> and so I decided to join the crew. I thought I was going to only be providing musical accompaniment. And then when I went to uh, meet them, they threw a script at me and I was just like, what is this? <laughs> and, I, and I was like, you guys know 
I've never acted before. Like not even in like not even yeah. like the cute things like you do like when you're like you play like Joseph. Yeah. And it's like like dream coat. Uh-huh. And when you're like in the third grade, like not yeah. even I've never <laughs> acted before. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, it's fine. We've seen your videos. I was like, um, okay. So then, yeah, I did that show in New York and Pittsburgh and nice. here and LA and Sydney, Australia. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> Had you ever been to Australia? That's Australia no, and Brooklyn are like my dream destinations. You have to go. It's really interesting. Well, not right um, now. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. So I was there, yo, so I was there when um, the fires were happening. Oh. And like you, like, so I was in the middle of the city. I was downtown, but like you would wait, I would wake up in the morning. I'd be like, oh no, I left the iron on. Like, oh, did I burn something? No, that's oh, the air. Yo, it was wild. It was they, so wild. And they weren't even that close. Where, I mean, it was just like. It was, yeah, it was just like fiery air. It was oh, crazy. That's insane. But because of, because of where they were in that like situation like yeah. our play is mostly talking about 1968 and the and that time of like um social upheaval and how it relates to 50 years later mm-hmm. um and so they and australians know like a ton about american culture so like they like knew all the references and yeah. it's just a really it's just a really interesting place great great asian food Oh, girl. And um, uh, I didn't, a a few of my castmates went to New Zealand, but I didn't go. Um, But yeah, that's the furthest I've been. I've, the furthest before that was Dominican Republic. No, no, no. The furthest before that was Peru. Okay. And then, but like, that was like a 10, 12 hour flight, if I recall, Hmm. 10. But yeah, it was 24 hours to get there. Oh my god! <laughs> Are you a plane person or no? I love flying. Do but, you? Okay. Um, I am still recovering from an injury from sitting that long, so my hips locked mm-hmm. pretty bad, and so I'm still working on okay. um, recovering from that. But I love planes. I love being on them. I love flying. It doesn't make any sense because. I have motion sickness and um, uh, am introverted. So it makes literally no sense that I like flying, but I love it. I love the airport. I love like, I just, yeah, I, I love, I love being in planes. Wow. That's interesting. Um, yeah. I have like zero anxiety in planes. Really? Zero. It's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. Wow. No sense at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love flying. Like I love like the whole I love the whole process. So like waiting yeah. in line, the the shoes thing, the the, <laughs> the 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 putting on like how you like have to basically put your belt back on in public. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's just like looks so crazy just trying to get somewhere. Like I don't know. I love it all. <laughs> Theoretically, um and logistically um yeah love it that's that's so interesting i you know what i loved it but that's because my dad worked for frontier airlines so growing up we did a a lot of non-revenue flying 
Oh, okay. Uh-huh. You know, and back in the day when it was, you could, you know, you could be at the gate with your family and say goodbye. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Ooh. Yeah. And we used to be, so my sister and I started flying to go see our grandparents at a young age. And I guess we were so bad. There was one flight where there was horrible turbulence. I mean, the plane was just going up and down. And my sister and I, <clears throat> I think they must have wanted to kill us because we kept going, wee, every time the plane would go. So everyone's thinking it's this near death and there's these obnoxious girls sitting there going, oh, that was, oh, I felt that in my belly. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I probably wouldn't respond like that today, but yeah. Yeah, I I really like the mic. And you work with kids now, like. Yeah. Yeah, so I I work, so I work at a, through a series of interesting events. Um, Yeah. Basically, what happened was in 2012, um, I started, was it 2011? In 2011, I started uh, dancing again. Um, I never really danced formally as a child, but like, um, you know, my parents are Nigerian and so movement and expression have always been Mm -hmm. like part of the like lexicon of like the way I carry myself in the world. And I was just like, I want to like dance. And my, one of my best friends at the time was dating a girl who was a dancer. And I've, I'd never met like a person who like danced. Like I met people who like took tap after school and like did musical theater, but like never like danced as like what they do. And so I met her and I started dancing at a place called Feverhead. Um, oh, wow. a little studio in Grandview and okay. I met this man named Noah Demland <clears throat> who is also Leo he's turning 40 during the pandemic um, and I'm really excited we're gonna go eat peace with him on Sunday anyway uh and he worked he's a instrumental music director at a school called ACPA ACPA mm-hmm. yep. and um uh he, he had some students who were wanting to really expand the way they express themselves on the piano. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, I play the piano. So I started doing some light mentoring. And yeah. then I uh, be- began working there officially, teaching an after school piano class. Okay. And then I directed the musical. And then I, it just kept growing. And so now I work in enrollment there. Okay. And one of the reasons why I reached out to Alex was because I'm trying to just meet people um, yeah. and get involved in um, what theater is here in Columbus because I'm a musician. So I know all the music yeah. stuff, but I don't right. know any. So then um, he was like, do you know Chris? And I was just like, no. <laughs> and she was like, he was like, um, filet. And so, you know, and that's I was like, actually a really good, that's a really good representation. <laughs> <laughs> but why? Oh, and, then like, <laughs> and then I was like, uh, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of people, I, you know, I play music and a lot of people, uh, I mean, I, I won't say like everybody, but like a lot of people know who I am, but there's yeah. a lot of people who still have no idea who I am. And mm-hmm. furthermore, a ton more people who I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm still, I think that people, 
I think because um, like my personality is so great or whatever. Um, <laughs> people assume that I like. Um, sometimes people assume that I know more people than I do, and yeah. um, so yeah. it's it's really nice to meet people finally. Yeah. <laughs> right. In yeah. a pandemic, even. <laughs> I know. I'm meeting yeah. more people now than ever. But that's the cool part is that, you know, there, I, I'm so thankful for people like Alex. And I think he, you may be the third guest that he said, you've got to get this person on. I know you <laughs> don't know them. I don't care. You have to get them on. Um, and because I'm a nerd and I fall in love with all of my podcast guests, I'm like, yeah, new friends afterwards. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're friends now. Sorry. You're stuck. Great. But, um, good, good and great. But that's what I love about people like Alex that it's like, you should meet this person. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's one of those great connectors and I, yes. I strive to be more like that in my life. Yeah. You know? I'm also a connector, but um, my sphere isn't as large. Like yeah. people like Alex occupy really, I don't know, you theater people. I think you theater people just like, yeah, that's what it is. So <laughs> when you are um, a thespian, yeah, you are forced, unless you're out here like one one man showing it, yeah, you're forced to work with groups of people. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're in a band, you work with the same people all yeah. the time, and yeah. like you meet people when you like play in like you, when you play shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you really have the option of not meeting them. <laughs> you could really just be like, I'm playing oh, oh, yeah. solo, eh, eh. and then you're like, peace, see ya, right? So signing out. Um, yeah. But you, you know, when you're, and I would, I mean, I'm only saying this because I have recently um, been, and I can really remember the first time I acted very vividly because it happened. Uh, a year and a half ago, <laughs> and the 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 um, I wouldn't I I I say forced closeness, but it's not that it's forced. It's just it happens more intensely because you're playing characters um, with other people. Yeah, and you really get. To, I mean, I don't know if that's how it always is, but like, I fell in love with these people like that. And I'm not saying that I fucking hate my bandmates, but I'm just saying <laughs> that like, it's, it, it just, it didn't take very long. And I think yeah. it's just because of the nature of the art. I agree. I mean, I think it's the shared experience and like, also the fact that when you're not doing your work, you're still hanging out with these people. Yeah. You, you get to know them and what do you do during the day? And, and yeah. then by the time you're in these dressing rooms, it's like, okay, well, let's get naked together and talk some more, you know? So right. yeah. there's another yeah. shared experience. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, you don't really get that experience with on, like if you're on tour, unless, yeah. like, un, un, unless you are on tour and it yeah. takes like, it just, the arc of the arc for a musician is just much different than it is for an actor in my experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think, and plus, like, you know, maybe a lot of actors I know are extroverted people, or at least extremely personable people, and, like, Alex is hilarious, um, and I'm sure he is, he's really good at being um, uh, 
just so much fun in a room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, naturally he would know a lot of people. Yeah. And I am like, people say I'm fun, but I don't think I'm very fun. Like I, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I think I'm just funny. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't even think I'm funny. I just think I like to, I enjoy, I enjoy very well. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. I like that actually. I think I am an enjoyer, yeah. but I don't think I'm very fun. <laughs> that's interesting. No, I like that. I'm an enjoyer. I want to stick with that. Yeah. Yeah. I it, think that's, I think, yeah. It's sort I just, of like I my. I'm, very fun. I'm kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> I just really want to eat, play music, and watch Queer Eye. <laughs> that's really all I But that's why you're doing it on your birthday because that is your day, and you do what you want to do on your day. And I don't know if Kai's crab boil will have delivery on my birthday. <laughs> well, they do that. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, Would oh, yeah. you? So you started playing at three. Mm -hmm. Was that by choice or was that parentals? Are, are oh. they musicians? Like No. So, okay. <laughs> this is a story. So my <laughs> older sister started playing the piano and I don't remember if it's by choice or not, but we okay. just, I mean, my parents are musical people. It's, I mean, it's, I mean, I'd hate to make a generalization for the entire continent of Africa, but like yeah. our, like, Black people, like our sense of like harmony and rhythm and melody is like, like, like A1. And yeah. so we're, we tend to be musical people. Mm -hmm. um, how that music is interpreted, whether it's like, uh, like whether it's notes on a page or harmony or just singing or like soul or like in church or whatever. Um, but my parents were, so my parents have musicality. But you know, they are Nigerian and they mm -hmm. had just moved here. And I guess that they were probably trying to figure out how to like, um, you know, do what American kids do. And one of that, one of those things is take lessons. And so my sister mm -hmm. was taking lessons and I would watch her um, from like the sidelines, like <laughs> watch what she was playing. And then she would go do homework. And then I would get up and play what she had played. But my mom was in the kitchen, so my mom wouldn't know that it was a different person. Uh-huh. And she didn't realize it for, like, a while. Oh, wow. And then <laughs> when my mom realized, like, yo, like, how did you learn how to play the piano? It's like, I watched her. And so <laughs> I, they put me in piano lessons, and I've been playing ever since. I took piano lessons till I was 17. Okay. And um, I stopped when I outgrew my teacher and I outgrew my teacher, not because I was so good, but because she was, um, she was a singer who just happened to know how to play the piano. And she's just like, I don't have anything more I can teach you. Like, I've just, yeah. I'm not like, this is not my primary medium. Mm -hmm. And so I started taking less. So I started playing when I was three, started taking lessons in 88 so that would have made me seven okay and then um um started playing in church shortly thereafter and so i took lessons and played in church until i was 17 quit lessons and kept playing in church and i still play in churches that's awesome not the same church but i still yeah. play in churches yeah i've there, there's been so yeah after i turned seven after the age of seven there has been maybe like 
four from four months in my life in which I have not played in a church. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just thought of that. Maybe it might be three. Might be Amazing. three months in my wow. life. Wow. When did your when did your parents move to the states? Um, they moved in 1980, September 1980. Okay. Um, and uh, they came here to go to school at University okay. of Cincinnati. Yeah. And I was born a year later, and my younger sister was born. And then the reason why they do not live here is because my dad got deported. Yeah. So um, yeah, when right before. Um, uh, 2008 and then my that's why I moved here that's why I live here because yeah. my only other American relative uh, lived uh, in Columbus oh my gosh so yeah so it was crazy it was a crazy crazy time um, wow so that's why I left Cincinnati very reluctantly so that's why I like yeah. kept on going back and forth and then finally made Columbus home and it was good for me yeah. I don't think that I would have turned. There's, I mean, Cincinnati is great. I think that I had, I, it's, uh, when I look back on myself when I was there, I think I was like a shell of a person. And I just needed, like, I kind of needed like a new start and a new group of people to like, yeah. Um, yeah, the people in Cincinnati were really, really beautiful, but there, I just think that I was just stuck. Um, and living in Columbus, like, I, like, you know, everything happened here. I started, I started really figuring out how I want to play music. I came out here. Mm -hmm. I, um, I, I finally left my childhood church here. Like, it was just, like, a whole reimagining of who I was that I don't think you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, like I, you know, I don't know a time, but like, I don't think it could have happened yeah. in, in Cincinnati. Yeah. And there's places here that I like really call home, like ACBA, my school like is mm -hmm. my home. Yeah. Um, like, and there are people's houses here who have like been home in a way that I don't think I felt like it, I was at home in Cincinnati. And I think possibly because I didn't, feel at home in myself mm. um yeah and so I really found who I was here I'm a late bloomer too like I think a lot of people go through these things in their 20s and I went through them in my 30s yeah yeah, yeah. this is such a great city for that though it is like you can really like find your crew yeah um and you can really find people the human landscape of Columbus like my one um there is um from working at the school I met this family and um he like if he listens to this he'll be so mad but like uh <laughs> there's a dang I don't know if you can see there's a hat uh -huh. tattoo there yeah and it's uh for this guy named Stephen Brown and uh his wife um well that family is one of the, they I told them very often that him and his wife and his seven kids are some of the reasons I'm still alive. They really, wow. they really have um, changed my life in a very profound way. But his wife said something once, and I'll never forget it. She says, the human landscape of Columbus is particularly excellent. Mm -hmm. Some people here that I'm just like, I like really don't know if I will, 
I don't know where I'll live. I don't know where I'll die. I don't know. But like, there are people here that I never not want to work with. I want like my goal goals. My goal is to get so rich. I want to be so rich. <laughs> so that like, I mean, like, three times as rich as Jay-Z. Yeah. I want to be covered in money uh -huh. so that I can just fly my friends to me wherever I live. Like my, yeah. the people I've met here, like yeah. they're, they're just so foundational to who I, they're, they're foundational to who I've become. Like they're, they are really, they've really fundamentally changed me and then also continue to change me every day. That's it's, awesome. um, yeah. Columbus is a really great place for that. It is. And I found like, you know, I'm not, I didn't go to school for like education or whatever. And I'm mm -hmm. working in a school now and I get to meet people and get to offer them like, you know how many people like, there's people in there in, who like don't love their jobs or like, I mean, or they just like their job. They're like, nah, yeah. I love my job. Like, I love what I do. And I, like, go to bed at night knowing that, like, I, like, get to talk to families and recommend them a school option that's, mm -hmm. like, that I feel makes, like, some of the best people in the world. Like, my, yo, okay, so, like, I have 30, 38, I have 38 tattoos. Yeah. And in March 2018, I had three. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, like, I have, like, my kids teach me lessons and I've just started covering my body in those lessons. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. They're amazing people. But you know, like, I, that's, that's Columbus, man. Like the, the school where I work, is like in Columbus, you know? And I actually, I have a former student that left her homeschool for your school and it changed her life. And yeah. Oh, I'll tell you afterward. I don't, I, yeah, but She's amazing. I mean, it really did, like, it, it took her as a, as a person and as a student into so much more of a beautiful, more comfortable, this is who I am. Yeah. And the thing is that when our school was formed, like, a while ago, before, you know, I didn't, you know, I come from Columbus, I come from Cincinnati, and so I didn't know what charter schools were, um, mm -hmm. and so I'm, the, the, the ways that school function now between now and the time that chart it was started like 18 19 years ago yeah. are vastly different and there's tons of great high schools now um yeah. but like our little pot of 500 kids man i believe in those kids yeah and yeah. i yeah i really I, I love it because there's i mean it's it's all art forms is at the school isn't it yeah it's crazy um there uh yeah it's there are five main disciplines there's theater, visual arts, um, instrumental music, vocal music, and dance. Okay. Um, and these kids kill it. Mm -hmm. These kids make me want to be better. Yeah. Like when, <laughs> when I started, when I started going on tour and acting, I was asking my kids for advice. I was just <laughs> like, yo, so like, I, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this. <laughs> <laughs> um there, there's one part in the play where i have to step into the spotlight yeah but i didn't know how because like i 
am a musician and I play in dark basements. Um, and you know, the light finds me. Like I don't yeah. like I don't ever have to step into a spotlight. So my kids, um, uh, so my kids taught me how to step into a spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> like they're sure they're like, well, Sharon, the light. So I would always step in and like the light would hit me like right here. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It really taught me a lot. Um, I think what's so cool about your school is that, I mean, how many, how many of these kids have that passion already in their freshman, sophomore, junior, but are stuck in a school and can only visit it a little bit as opposed right, yeah. to what, what your students get to do and that they are, they're enveloped in it. Yeah. Another thing I like about my school is that kids who do not have that passion can, the teachers do some voodoo business. <laughs> it's real woo woo what they do. They somehow put kids who have nine years of experience and zero years of experience in the same class and then bring them all to the same place. Like, I don't, like, this is why I don't teach. I just enroll. Like, I don't know, that's woo-woo. I don't know what they do. It's like voodoo magic teacher stuff. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't do that. No. I just, I'm really good at people. And yeah. um, Columbus is a really good place to be good at people. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's easier anyway. <laughs> at least I would think, but. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Tell me about Counterfeit Madison. Where did this start? Um, when I was, so I moved here to Columbus in 2009. Mm -hmm. And I came from Cincinnati with 14 bands simultaneously. <laughs> in my in my in my wheelhouse yeah and I was playing every weekend yeah um, uh and you know I cheated like what I say is I cheated I'm a piano player and piano players in rock bands like how think like close your eyes let's do an exercise okay. all, all of right. us let's close close okay. your eyes and think of think of how many white men you know that play guitar yeah like it's just a growing list right and they're, they're in bands. Now think of how many piano players you know in bands. It's just so much less. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so when I, I showed up- Billy Joel, and that's basically right, where, yeah. Right? It's, it's, yeah. it's just so much less. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, I have some, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to toot my horn because it's Leo season. No, you have a whole Leo month. You have a whole season. month to toot. Toot away. Toot away. Toot, 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 I have something called perfect pitch. Uh, where, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where it is really easy for me to figure out what you are playing, and I retain that information fairly quickly. Yeah. So, um I would show up to people's band practices and be like, just pound it out. And people would be like, okay, yeah, you're in the band. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, and so <laughs> I just ended up being in everyone's band because not because I was so, I mean, I was good, but it was less really, it was more like a numbers game. There's just mm -hmm. like, I, it's not like I was out here like trying to like edge Lord, but there, I just have no competition. There's like no one, 
there's just yeah. not a lot. Um, right. Plus, like, I'm, you know, I'm a Nigerian woman um, who grew up in Pentecostal church. So I play like I grew up in church and that's just a yeah. very unique style mm -hmm. that mixes in with all this rock music and this folk music I was playing. It was just really, really interesting. So I came to Columbus and I was just like, I left my keyboard in a basement and um, where I was living in Cincinnati. I was just like, I'm good. I'm fine. I don't, I, I don't want to play music here um, huh. because I don't live here. Yeah. I was like, I don't live here yet. Yeah. I know that if I start playing music in a place, I will start living there. And I don't like living here yet because I came here against my will. Yeah. So I started playing and um, I started playing in an open mic, but I started playing guitar because I miss okay. music. But yeah. I started playing guitar so that people would not, I didn't want to let people know that I was a piano player. And I really wanted to like, like show my that I could perform I want to share music but like not show them the fullness of who I was yeah yeah and so I play this open mic at a place it's now Chris but it used to be called the Taj Mahal okay and there is a new Taj Mahal but it was in a different place yeah and my friends that I was making they were like yo I googled your ass <laughs> you play the piano like you've been hiding and I was just like <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so I started playing um, the piano here um, in, in other bands. I started doing the same thing where I was just playing a lot of different, different bands. Um, yeah. But um, I started, I was writing a lot because I'm, I'm a creative person and um, I would every once in a while I'd play a solo gig and I um, chose the name Counterfeit Madison. Um, uh, a small story. I ran cross country in high school. We ran along a street called Madison Road, um, but I uh, was very slow and did not want to run and jog like other people did. I was just like, this is, I don't want to talk to anyone while I'm um, hyperventilating. So I would be, I would like trail in the back and then hang out in a park and with um the homeless folks like yo what's up then i would see them run back and i'd be like okay i'll join so then i joined uh -huh. at the end and i didn't tell them till the end of the season i was just like yo like did y'all know i never completed a warm-up like ever <laughs> y'all know that i cheated the entire time um and so <laughs> my friends put counterfeit madison on my jersey that's awesome so i chose that name um, and I released, I worked with, um, an old friend and released an album on my 32nd birthday. Wow. Um, and, um, I just kept playing and changing. I, I, def, I, I played solo for a while, but I was like, oh man, I really, I want like, I'm intense. I want more intensity than this. I was playing with a, with a band called the Dewdroppers. Okay. Um, and they were, it was swing, but I was just like, uh, I would like 
jump on things and like knock over keyboards and I just really wanted to like Rah! um yeah. yeah and I think you know it wasn't till later that I found out it was like my Pentecostalism like making its way yeah out of my life yeah. in a different way now that yeah. I left the church um and just this like very visceral like um disorganized chaotic um vulnerable madness uh, that I really wanted to do, but it's really hard to do when you're a solo piano player. So I started playing with a band and then I played with a, uh, a different band. And then I recently, uh, did an Aretha Franklin show at the Lincoln theater, um, oh. with the Western center. Yeah. And I played with these string players. I, I, I brought out a few albums. I have three albums. And the second second one, I've always had a love affair with strings. So the, for the second album, I didn't put any strings on the album. Yeah. And when I started recording again, I was just like, strings come back in my life. Mm -hmm. And so in my current state, I'm writing for um, three string players who are amazing uh -huh. and a vibraphone player, the one who's turning 40 next week. And, um, oh and then I, my my I call it punkison counterfeit punkison my punk band has joined them and so all seven of us play together oh my god um, eight of us I'm yeah. included play together wow. so that's the that's like the wow. counterfeit Madison abridged yeah um so this is probably not an easy question for you but what is your I like hard questions so I'm here what is your favorite genre of music Oh, um, yeah, that's an easy question. Okay. I don't have one. That's not um, an <laughs> that is, that is like, that is the, I would, I've often said that like, I would probably be really mad if I had no more hip hop in my life. Um, uh -huh. um, I would probably also, yeah, I'm a classical head. Yeah. I'm going to see your, I'm going to see your, what's your favorite genre of music. And I'm going to um, re-ask it as what is your fundamental genre of music. And it's classical music. I'm a classical yeah. head. Yeah. Um, uh, I think classical music is the way, no, I don't think. I know classical music is the way I approach everything, mm -hmm. including hip hop, electronica, folk music. It's like I approach, approach it from a classical music standpoint. Yeah. Um, and you can tell, like, it covers everything that I play. Um, yeah, that's like, that's what everything comes from. So everything that I listen to and I love now um, is I, I approach it as a classical musician. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... I really like hip hop. I I would be really sad if I could no longer listen to um, to folk music. I would be really, 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 really sad. Yeah. Though, if I never could listen to classical music ever again. Is there a genre that you don't like? country <laughs> no I just don't listen to country yeah but it's dope 
<laughs> There's a lot. Um, it's really interesting. I've been, I've been talking, I've been thinking a lot about the creation of music. And when I'm in high creation mode, I like do not listen to music. Mm. And so I'm finding that a lot of the music I'm listening to is like um, three to eight years old. Um, like with the occasional, like I'll occasionally listen to like, like I'll pop on like a, like a Megan B. Stallion, like Beyonce remix, like every yeah. once in a while. But like most of the music I'm listening to is like three to eight years old, like the yeah. indie music or the hip hop around then. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that I just really, I really enjoy pop music as a phenomenon of mm -hmm. just like absolute recyclable simplicity. It is like baffling to me that like the way music is made, it's like not any, anywhere close to the way I think about music is made. Yeah. Like just the way, like, like the world of production and the world of the hook and the world of the, I'm gonna, 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 gonna <laughs> repeat this word. I'm gonna, 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 yeah. gonna, gonna repeat it. I'm gonna, 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 like just that, like pop world. It's just like, wow. Like it's, it's very different from the way I think about music, but I'm yeah. fascinated by it. Um, uh, but I really, it's rare that I'll turn on country music and be like, ew, turn this off. But I just don't listen to it. Same with EDM. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I don't really like, I'm not like you turn this off, but I just don't listen to it. Um, yeah. yeah. What do I not like? There's gotta be something I hate. Well, there's um, specific artists that I can't stand. I think um, Bruno Mars sounds like a rat who is dying. <laughs> I think um, my kids get so mad at me for this. I cannot deal with Lana Del Rey. That's fine. You're totally she, To me, she sounds like a cow in labor. I cannot, <laughs> like I cannot. Um, my kids, like if they're doing a recital or something and they'll do a Lana Del Rey song, yeah. I'll be like, can, I'll listen to the original version because I'm just like, every artist deserves a chance. And I right. like, then my right. blood starts boiling or my skin starts melting. Like I can't handle it. And then <laughs> I will ask them to sing the song for me so I can yeah. learn from their comments. Right. <laughs> um, so it's not, it's not really genre based. It's more artist based that I don't like. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you who some of my favorite artists are yeah. over time. Um, bon Iver has like, it's mm. just um, everything he touches. Um, it's a hot topic for me because a lot, I have a lot of strong opinions about Taylor Swift. Um, mm -hmm. I liked Taylor Swift's album, 1989. Yeah. Um, not really a ton before or after. And that is sacrilegious to a Taylor <laughs> fan. Um, uh, I really, um, I adore Janelle Monae. Um, I really like Beyonce is gold. I like Ariana Grande's voice, but not her songs. Mm. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. it's very situational for me. Right. Um, 
but I, yeah, I think I, I would just call myself a pop music baby. I like pop music. Yeah. That's interesting. And, I mean, and like maybe, I don't know, pop music and maybe like three year old indie music, like Sylvanesso, like three years ago. Okay. And like Grizzly Bear from like five years ago. And like Fleet Foxes from like 2010. <laughs> um, but, and then like Peter Gabriel. He's good. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, yeah, I, it's it's not it's a tricky question to answer because yeah. um, I don't think I sound like any of those people. I'm not really good. Oh, and then people are always just like, "Well, you obviously were influenced by Nina Simone, right?" No, I wasn't because I didn't know who Nina Simone was until I was 30 years old. <laughs> no idea. Um, it's amazing but you know she's kind of my guiding light um, yeah. in a way that I I I I she gives me permission to do whatever I want yeah yeah <laughs> she did whatever she wanted right yeah wow so okay we'll make this really hard so top three desert albums like you're stuck with these oh three. okay yeah um this is so weird kids <laughs> of convenience um has an album called right on an empty street okay um the hives tick tick boom boom okay So I'm going to think this very out loud. So the yeah. third album is a Kanye album. Okay. I don't know which one. <laughs> um, to, today, so the answer will be different tomorrow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Today, the answer will be The Life of Pablo. Okay. Okay, tomorrow. <laughs> Is that my final answer? Yes. Yeah, that's my final answer. Yeah, those three albums. But like the first two were like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I love those albums. Um, if you could, if um, nope, never mind. I was gonna say if you could sneak a fourth, but no, it has <laughs> the second album has Feist on it. Boom. There you go. There you go. Good. I get you. I, I don't know what I would do. I mean, like, I don't know that I would make it on a deserted aisle because I am a song flipper, even yes. with my own music. It's like, well, that's I have a, to yeah. the right song. In yes. That and those are, those are song those are albums that I know front to back. Okay. And since the, you know, since the prolifer proliferation of streaming music, I've become yeah. a song flipper. Yeah. And um, one of the reasons why I love 1989 um, the Taylor Swift album so much is because it reminded me of how good an album could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's really unfair to her. Um, I like how I'm like carefully considering the feelings of Taylor Swift You're right now. You're being very, very kind to Taylor Swift's little Taylor heart right now. It's yeah. Um, but, but She's going to appreciate that when she listens. She is. <laughs> Which is 
Which is good, Sharona, because I totally bashed Heather Graham, the actress, in an, a couple podcasts ago. And so Heather Graham will never be my friend at this point. She is, uh, she's unsubscribed, is what's yeah. <laughs> Darn you, Heather Graham. I, I, I don't think it's fair. I think that people really love Taylor for um, her songwriting. And I think she's a brilliant, she brought an album called Folklore about yeah. a week and a half ago. And, um, I'm just like, I'm not sold on her voice. Like I don't love her voice. Yeah. Um, and I don't love the choice of production on that album. Okay. Um, I, but I do, and I don't like what pop music. I don't, I don't like what I can really get into it with Taylor Swift. <laughs> I don't like what Jack Antonoff has done to her. Okay. I really, she has these like pop, tricks that she resorts to now and yeah. I don't like the way they sit in her voice okay. and um I really preferred it when she wrote more melodic stuff before she got to yeah. be a pop star but I mean it's only a matter of time if you like if you you know are that good of a songwriter she was going to get popular and yep. thus move into pop right only a matter of time so it's amazing it's such an interesting industry that yeah, it's um, it's an interesting industry and one that I don't love. Yeah. Um, and it's I think it's why I've been a little bit more excited about my life as a composer. Yeah. And uh, um, and an actress mm -hmm. and a performer, a stage performer, rather than like a like an uh, industry musician. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Kind of weird. It's a weird. Well, I remember though, even in college, that the music kids didn't like us theater kids, but we were also probably annoying. I mean, that <laughs> that could have just been the real reason behind it all. But music oh kids God. didn't like the theater kids because musicians have the largest ego of all time. We have ego problems. Yeah. yeah. We're terrifying. I think theater kids do too. Just they're just weird and annoying. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I I get that. <laughs> <laughs> I am, and I'm still one, so yeah, still a theater kid at heart, but, oh, sorry, I'm playing with my mouse, and I'm losing things on my screen. I should not be allowed technology, is really what it comes down to. I'm not good at it. If Ben were not here, life would not happen. There <laughs> Thank you. I, I hope it's not quite that severe, but I mean, hopefully life would happen. Well, <laughs> okay, yeah. Pause, I am pause. really important, though. <laughs> <laughs> really really important i'm really good at what i do <laughs> well you know there would be no plants if it weren't <laughs> so let's just you know let's put credit where credit is due ben. that plant's there for me I, it, that plant would be nothing if it wasn't for me <laughs> nothing i tell you nothing if, the only thing i say to your plants is like we're getting a little We've got some some bare spot here in the middle. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's no, plants. We plant can't pattern it. baldness, I guess, right? Oh, I can vault. Fired. Fired. Oh my gosh. Sharona, you're amazing. Um, we're gonna close out the podcast, but stick around because I want to talk to you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. But thank you so much for coming on and we could we could probably go on for like seven hours about music and you know australia and plant 
Yeah. <laughs> and and plant. plant pattern baldness. Plant pattern baldness. But yeah. but thank you so much for coming on, Ben. Do you wanna do you wanna would you like to close us in prayer? <laughs> would I like to do our, our indoctrination? Dear Heavenly know. Father. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, Chris and I are going to try to do a couple more of those live episodes. We did that the other day. That was a lot of fun. We got uh, quite a few people chatting with us. Um, we really appreciate you tuning in, listening, and checking out the show, and especially sharing. Sharing is caring, and we really caring appreciate it. Caring is caring. <laughs> uh, if you like you know what, what you hear, head on over to uh, uh, Krista's Facebook page. It's uh, Speak Easily with Krista Stoffer. And uh, that's where you can kind of talk, talk to us and get uh, give us ideas or chat about you know, just whatever. Ask us questions. Maybe we answer. We, we usually will. We will. We definitely will. We yes. don't have that much going on. No, we have nothing going on. Nothing. Great. Nothing good times. Wonderful. Fun. Super fun. <laughs> uh, and uh, hey, if you ever thought about uh, starting your own podcast, hit me up. That's boxlandmedia.com. Uh, I do this kind of thing and I can help you do it. So you don't yeah. have to even go anywhere. Chris didn't, didn't go anywhere. I didn't go anywhere. I'm probably not wearing pants. Okay, don't. No, no, don't. Don't. <laughs> Blad out. He ain't <laughs> wearing pants. <laughs> might not be. I don't know. Looks on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Skivvy Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but please uh, head on over to boxlandmedia.com or hit us up 614-505-0674. Love to hear from you. Thank you. And uh, until next time, watch out for the bath salt zombies and see you next time. Yeah. <laughs> and see you next time, folks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>